When we became empty nesters, we started asking the Lord and each other how we could live this life on purpose. And we decided we wanted to invest in the life of our dreams. So we cashed in our chips and sold everything to pursue our dream life of following God's calling. Right now, that has us in Alaska. Mm-hmm. In this season, we hope to share some of our journey and lessons we learned along the way as we live this empty nesting life on purpose. Friends, we hope our journey encourages you and inspires you to dream big dreams and have an amazing empty nesting season. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Empty Nesting on Purpose, a podcast for Christian couples who are in their empty nesting season or are moving towards that season and wondering if there's more to that season than this. If that is you, you are in the right place, as that is exactly where we found ourselves not so long ago, too. Hey there, we're Luke and Melissa Dickey, and we are so glad you're here. You see, when I say that we were there not so long ago, I mean it. About a year and a half ago, we were on a walk with our pup in our neighborhood, and all of a sudden, we were like, is there more to this empty nesting season than this? And friends, we asked the Lord, Lord, we would love to feel our very purposeful in this season. Please help us live this season on purpose. And by golly... He has definitely guided our ship and it's taken us on an adventure. So this first season in Empty Nesting on Purpose, we are sharing the adventure of going from living our perfect ideal life in San Antonio, Texas, to now living in Alaska. Welcome. We are so glad you're here. So this is episode five, and we're going to be talking about how we got our real plan together for taking the leap to Alaska. And Truly, this one really centers around Melissa. We had tossed ideas back and forth over and over of how we could make it happen. Let's talk through some of the ideas we had. Oh, yeah. Well, for me, one of the original one was I'll quit my job here in San Antonio and move to Alaska and get a job as an electrician. (laughs) Ta-da! Check the box. I'm living in Alaska. And then for me, I really toyed with the idea I would love, I still to this day, friends, would love to live summers in Alaska and then live winters in the South because I love winters in the South too. Mm -hmm. I mean, as Texans, we know how to do Christmas. I'm just saying. But I haven't done Christmas in Alaska yet. So you never know. Yeah, we're about to. But let me tell you, friends, summers in Alaska are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) High of 72. Oh, no. (laughs) In many days, it's dreary and rainy. We are happy campers. (laughs) Well, so this part of our journey really got kicked off with you, Melissa. So why don't you go ahead and just tell them a little bit about what happened? Sure. I will say this journey really began, though, with you telling us you feel called to Alaska. And that what happened was we got stalled. Like we knew we were moving to Alaska and we just didn't know how or when. And we just stayed in this idle location waiting for the Lord to open a door. So I found it interesting because, I mean, the short version of it is one afternoon, it was like a light bulb and just it came on and the Lord just showed me this vision and we were moving to Alaska and we were going to move at this date. We're going to cash in our chips and sell everything and we're going to move at this time frame and we're going to do these things between now and then and everything was just going to go perfectly. And I knew what we'd be doing in Alaska and it just made total sense. But the behind the scenes story of what happened is what I really want to mention. So back, it actually goes way back to 2017 and we were at church one Sunday and come to the altar was one of the songs in the service. And I felt my heart, I felt so convicted to go to the front. And I'm like, no, I'm really good. And I wouldn't even say I felt convicted. I heard the Lord tell me, go to the front. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. And he's like, I really wish you would. 
I'm like, I'm really good staying right here, Lord. I love you so much. Come to the altar. And I'm singing away. And then I get in the car on the way home from church. And I'm talking with the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, what on earth were we doing there? You know, our church doesn't really do that. Why are you wanting me to go to the front? He's like, darling, it would have just delighted my heart. And then I just was bawling in the car with my kids and my husband. And I wasn't a crier back then. I am now, thanks to therapy. But I wasn't back then. (laughs) I went through a week of just like repentance and sorry because like the God of the universe, I could have done something to delight his heart. And I said no. And that just broke my heart because heaven help me. I would love to delight the Lord every single day of my life, right? So I went back to the church and prayed and cried and just asked the Lord. I really just told the Lord I was sorry. And I told him next time I heard it, I was going to go to the front because I loved him and wanted to delight his heart. But I wish I could say I'd done that. And I was like this amazing Christian who tells God I'm going to do things and then I do them. But that was not the case. So let's move forward five years. Yes, I've heard the song multiple times in church and not really done anything about it or thought about it half the time. And then in 2022, we're at San Antonio at this church we love. And we were in the middle of the sermon time. And like, he was like point three of three points wrapping up the sermon. And my heart just knew that was going to be the song at the end of the service. Mm-hmm. Like no other way did I know, except I just knew that was going to be the song. And I was like, Lord, I'm going down. I'm going down to the front. Today is the day that I finally go to the front for you and I pray it delights your heart. Friends, I'm not even kidding you. The sermon ended and immediately, like before, like as the words started on the song, I was like, yep. And like, I did not mention anything to Luke. (laughs) Nope. She just kind of pushed past me and uh, started walking to the front. Thankfully, like our church, like already, like you stand up for the song. So like everybody's standing up. But yeah, I just, I couldn't say anything to anyone because I just had to, I'd already made the decision. So I really don't feel like it was my will. It was just, I was being bent to God's will, going to that front. And I was up there and I was shaking and it was a different kind of shake than I've ever felt before. Just standing up there with my arms raised, crying. I just remembering what a great God he is and how patient he is with us all the time. I'm so grateful for that just feeling my will being bent to his and what a privilege it is to serve a God who is so patient and so kind. He doesn't force his will on us, but he allows us to be part of his journey with him. Anyway, so that moment happened and I did it. Check the box. Like I had done the thing and I delighted God's heart, according to Melissa. Like I didn't hear him say, you delighted my heart or there was nothing like doves you know, descending upon me saying, I am pleased with her. Like none of that. (laughs) Check the box. You're a Christian now. Oh, no, that's not not how it works. Okay. But instead, we just went on with our lives the rest of that week. But then lo and behold, Wednesday or Thursday afternoon, I knew and I know exactly how we were getting to Alaska. I don't know that there's a scripture that says, if you obey, you will get clarity and know what you're supposed to do. But I will say that's exactly what happened for us on our journey. And I'm so grateful that he gave us clarity because we went from going, maybe we'll we'll go with just for the summers. Maybe you can just work nine to five there, just flip-flopping with no clear direction to being entirely clear on what God had called us to do. And that's just one of my superpowers. It is just hearing God's voice. And he gives me, when he wants me to do something, he gives me almost like a video music download. Like, you know, you see this whole beautiful scene of things playing out and I don't hear music, but I always call it music video that he gives me. So We were able to use my superpower to create the timeline, and then we got to use Luke's superpower to make it happen. Yeah, so the plan was, at this point, sell everything, including the house, give away all our stuff, or sell all our stuff, and move. Just quit my job and move up to Alaska. So 
through this little journey that we had, we made up a big old list of things that we needed to do to get our house prepared and stuff out of the house and whatnot. Also, once you put in your notice with yeah. work and all that stuff. And and so she mentioned her superpower, and mine is service. I, I love to serve. And mm-hmm. you give me, I've mentioned this before, give me a box to check, and I'll, I'm just a happy camper. <laughs> I'll check the boxes all day, right? Mm-hmm. And so we started making our way through the list and just checking off things that we had to do to the house. And it became obvious that some of the things that we needed to do to the house were just out of our scope. I mean, we could eventually, maybe in two or three years, get them done. But instead, we were able to bless other people and hire some contractors and bring them in. Mm-hmm. I was so grateful to have Luke and his superpower of getting things done because he once he had that list in those check boxes, it was just like, okay, so what's next on our list to do today? And it just kept us moving forward knowing that in nine months, our world would be totally different. Okay, so speaking of superpowers, let's talk about that a little bit. It's not really the superpowers like you would think of in a comic book. What do you call them? The classic yeah, superpowers. Yeah, the classic <laughs> superpowers like invisibility or super strength. You know, in those fact, are super cool. That was on our date the other day. That yeah, was the yeah, question we Yeah, we'll get to we that had. here in a little bit. But <laughs> what we're really talking about is uh, gifts from the Holy Spirit, how he's gifted each of us, every one of us, in a special way in how when we combine that gifting with our character and personality, it's unique. There's only one of us. Yeah, that's it. Completely unique. So that's really what we're talking about. We made that up ourselves, by the way. We just call it superpowers because like Holy Spirit's all supernatural and stuff. So I mean, it's a thing. So speaking of superpowers, on our date recently, we asked each other if we were able to have a superpower that would benefit like mankind. Yeah, make the world a better place. Make the world a better place. That was it. Uh, What would you want it to be? And we were sticking to the classical, like we're talking about comic book superpowers. Like everything Superman has. Yeah, well, not just Superman. Oh. I mean, there's Flash and... Okay, okay. The the other ones. We were trying to decide what our superpowers would be. Like if we... Well, it had to be something where they'd be like in symbiotic relationship. Like, is that the right word? Tanzant? I don't know. They work together. together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To make the world a better place. (laughs) So mine was going to be speed, like super speed. Because apparently speed does everything. Yeah. You're wondering. You can get things done really, really quick. And what was yours? I forget. I don't know what mine would be. Oh, no. I don't know. I think I like the idea of being like a Pied Piper. Like anything I say, people will believe and follow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Talk about an eight. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what about how would those two work together like to make the world a better place? Having a Pied Piper? And speed. And speedy guy. I don't know. You know what? I could be a Pied Piper saying, support this mission. They're oh, building, yeah. they're drilling wells in Africa. Yeah. Then, and then you'd be like, I'm off and handling that. I'll be back later, guys. And you like you dig the well. Fifteen wells later. Yeah. Okay. That could be a really fun super. I think we would enjoy that in this season. That would be cool. <laughs> That'd be very cool. <laughs> so, we have questions for y'all for y'all's date this week. One is Obvi. What is your classic superpower choice? If you and your spouse could have superpowers to make the world a better place, what would it be? And then we have a second question for you. So the second part of the question is, uh, what's your God-given superpower? What's mm-hmm. what's the Holy Spirit given you as a gift and smashed into your personality and become a unique thing that's you? 
And what I love about superpowers is it's just something that comes naturally to us that we don't really think of as a superpower. It's just for me hearing the Lord, knowing what he wants me to do. That's just, I was like, oh, it's part of my relationship. Everybody can have that. But that's not truth. Not everyone has the same gifts. And for me, the service stuff. He does it for fun, people. I I mean. Yeah, I just (laughs) go help people and it's good. I love it. It fills you up in a special kind of way. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I just got to say, one thing about Luke's service right now, he actually got to go use that muscle recently in Alaska. Being here, we've connected with a couple of different mission groups, and he was able to go to a village and go use his gift of knowing how to do electricity and his passion for serving. And he got to go spend 24 hours out in the village helping restore some electricity stuff for some missionaries out there. Yeah, it was a good time. Exhausting. Oh my goodness, I didn't even do too much work, and I was just beat. But it was a very, very good time and a neat couple out there. Neat. Love it. Well, friends, we hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening. I'm wishing you the best on the journey. Okay, also superpowers, we would love to hear them. So feel free to email us, reach out at emptynestingonpurpose.com or share with us on Instagram in the DMs or in the comments below on the post. We are here to get to know y'all and cheer you on. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Hey friends, so one thing that's really helped Luke and I in our relationship is dreaming big dreams and not being afraid to ask big, sometimes hard questions. So what we'd love to do for our listeners is send y'all out an email every week with a new question to ask, because hopefully y'all are going on dates each week too. And this can give y'all something fun to talk about and begin seeing where your dreaming big might be leading y'all. Now, you can find out more information in the show notes of our podcast or on our website at emptynestingonpurpose.com. 